Welcome to YNS Live with NFL Thread. This is Juliette Hahn. I'm sitting here with my co-host, Cynthia Zordich. We are bringing you back to Canton, Ohio for the NFL Hall of Fame. Cynthia, can you give the listeners a little snippet of what they're going to be hearing in the next few episodes? Yes, uh, truly a behind-the-scenes look at the Hall of Fame. Um, a take from the players' wives and spouses, the players themselves, the sponsors, volunteers. We had the honor to really sit down and really talk about what it means to them, um, what an honor it is for them, and how exciting that weekend is. It's a weekend actually never to miss. So enjoy. I see patients who come to me at difficult points in their lifetime, and I can help them get back to their life as normal. There's so many kids coming up in this generation that are finding songs and music like that right. from TikTok and all these right. other things, yeah. and it's brand new to them. Like, um, Which is really cool, because my daughter, oh yeah. my gosh, like Break My Stride. Uh, yes. That became huge on TikTok. It started charting again, so we started putting it back in the show, you know, and it's funny because it just, it's its all like a cycle. Seeing all of us come together, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's changed times, it's so comforting to see this room full of amazing women again and here to celebrate an amazing weekend. Created live on Fireside. So we are in Canton, Ohio, for anyone that doesn't know, anyone that's you know, jumping in any of the places that we're streaming, um, which is really fun. We are here in uh, Canton, Ohio at the Hall of Fame event. That sun (laughs) is right in my eyes. But so we are here and there is a literally right in front of us, a whole luncheon that's going to be happening. So if you've been following YNS Live with NFL Thread, we are going to be talking to a ton of the women that are here. Then there's a whole fashion show and then there's the gold jacket enshrinement where we're going to be doing kind of like man on the street outside um, kind of live. We will be bringing it to you all on Fireside, which is really fun. And um, Dr. Cody is going to be coming in. But so outside, when you when you come into the convention center, there's this whole amazing pop-up shop where people can go and shop. There's the, the luncheon here with the mimosa bar. And then there's going to be over 5,000 people here. So this is going to be really, really fun to see who all of a sudden, you know, sometimes some people have a couple of mimosas and they, they're like, wait, I want to be on the pop-up shop. I want to go, um, which is really fun. So we're going to bring Dr. Cody. I see him coming in. I see him coming in. Um, and we're going to be bringing you guys some live live from behind the scenes and, uh, and and what people are doing. So we're going to have you come in here. So this is Dr. Cody, Dr. Cody with Crystal Clinic Plastic Surgeons. Correct. I, I know the sun is right in my eyes. <laughs> Hopefully my skin looks good. Perfect. <laughs> so I know that you are doing the, you know, the sponsor of the, the Mimosa Bar. You've been here for a couple years. Give us a little background of who you are, where people can find you, okay. and just what you're all about. All right. So I'm Derek Cody. I'm a plastic surgeon with Crystal Clinic Plastic Surgeons. We're one of the largest plastic surgery groups in the region. And so we are really excited to be a part of the Hall of Fame weekend. And the fashion show for us is just a way for us to give back and contribute to the community that supports us so much. And we know just a little bit about fashion shows ourselves. We do a big fashion show in October for Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Breast Reconstruction Awareness Day. So we're going to get a few pointers today. Yeah, so we got involved um, just through outreach and, um, and supporting the community that supports us. So we were, are excited to do our second year of the Mimosa Bar, where we're going to give out some information about our plastic and reconstructive surgery care that we provide and just hope to educate our community. 
Which, and, and so I, I, this is what I do. So it's when you come in, you got to, Gina say, I know she's saying you got to, you got to come in closer. So I, we're all about stories. We're all about connecting people. When you hear someone's story, you feel more connected. So people out there listening, they're going to want to know a little bit about you. Like, okay. why did you get into plastic surgery? All right. So plastic <laughs> surgery for me was just uh, a godsend. I went to medical school and I wasn't really sure, but I realized how much we can do and change people's lives as plastic surgeons. I do reconstructive surgery. I do cosmetic surgery. Every day is different for me. I love it. It's just the best thing. If I couldn't do plastic surgery again, I probably would do some other some other career. I mean, I love it that much. You do? Okay. So. When you do reconstructive, like that has to be so emotional because something happened to somebody mm-hmm. or somebody's been living with something and you're able to, to help them. What does that feel like? You know, that to me is just one of the most amazing feelings. Um, I see patients who come to me at difficult points in their lifetime and I can help them get back to their life as normal. Um, reconstructive care after breast cancer is something I do a lot of. Oh, I so love that. That's, you know, we have these bonds with women for a long time and they trust us. We get to know their families. They, again, they all of our models in our pink runway event, they're our patients in our office. Oh, really? oh so that's so really cool. So we really form bonds with our patients and so um, I get to see people for cosmetic purposes who just want to look and feel their best. And that's just as gratifying. I don't think people realize how gratifying it is for me to help someone cosmetically as well. Do you think, I, I've noticed this, and I think that the trends are that the, the younger generations are addressing everything about themselves early. And they're, instead of like going in saying, I would like to have a facelift and change everything, they're just staying on top of it. And do you notice that too? And are, do, are you a big fan of that? And do you encourage that? Yeah, I think maintenance is the key. If we can do some small things early on, maybe we don't need the bigger surgeries down the road. And so a little prevention is, is very important. I love that. So, so again, I'm going to go a little bit back. Um, when, because you obviously have a service heart, right? Mm-hmm. Because you, you want to help. And so I love that. And so people that have service hearts, you see the different paths that people go. It can be, you know, into volunteering. You obviously were, well, I shouldn't say that. Were you good in school? So it was kind of one of those things that I'm good in school. I have a service heart. I want to be a doctor for whatever reason. Can you take us through a little bit of that journey? Yeah. So that journey for me, um, I love science. I didn't know I wanted to be a doctor. I thought I might be a scientist, but I love to help people. So what better way to help people and use science than as a physician? For me, I like to kind of take this everywhere. You know, I've gone on mission trips to Haiti, South America. So it's just a wonderful opportunity for for me to give back in so many different ways. And so the service part, I get to satisfy here locally as well as internationally. Right. And and, uh, still a little bit of a scientist. Are the trips in conjunction with um, your clinic? Because I know you mentioned you had other partners, like you're one of eight partners. Do you guys do that together or is this something completely separate? And how how do people find out about such things? Sure. So, um, a lot of our partners do participate in clinics, and we've gone on to mission trips together. I go to mission trips with a group of doctors from California where I used to practice. Um, I also go with uh, a group of doctors here locally as well. And so I have three or four groups of physicians throughout the country that I collaborate with, and we meet up for these trips. And it's the most amazing experience. Yeah. It is. I learn as much there as, as I teach someone. Oh my, you have right. to fall in love with yeah. so many people and like to so many cultures when you do that. And then you're changing lives. Like you're, you know, you're helping people. Yeah. So. 
what is today like for you? Like, what for, you'll be here for the luncheon for the fashion, you know, for the fashion show. So yeah, so the day is just really exciting for me. I'm gonna kind of enjoy the ceremonies. This is a big deal for us. This is a national spotlight on Canton in Northeast Ohio. So we just are gonna soak it in and and share as much about what we offer to patients as we can, yeah. and just have a good time. That's so cool. So again, I just want a tiny little bit. Mm -hmm. So were your parents, like, did you see your parents in service or was there an aunt, uncle, someone in, you know, a neighbor? There was something that you saw as a kid or were you just born that way? I'm always fascinated with um, that. You know, my mom's a teacher. Yeah. So she has this uh, work ethic and um, she really instilled in us the importance of uh helping others and giving back and just showing us a good direction. And so, you know, maybe I was a little bit of a, a mama's boy to help her <laughs> bake and cook. So I don't know, but uh, it was, uh, I think I got a lot of it from her and she was a big proponent of education and uh, she supported us in sports. You know, I played football in, in high school and college. So it was, uh, I just love being here because I love football. I love plastic yeah. surgery and we're having a, a, a fun event here. So I played at Ohio Wesley University here in Ohio and I played for uh, Glenville High School in Cleveland. And uh, so just a, a fun journey for me. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. I love that. And so, and, and to get back to your question, we have offices in Canton, Cleveland, Akron, and all points in between. Um, and we are one of the largest groups in the region with expert care for cosmetic procedures, reconstructive procedures, and it's just a fun time to be a plastic surgeon. I love it. I love it. So actually, so for all my, I'm dyslexic. So for all my dyslexics listeners, can you spell? And so people can find you because there's different ways to spell crystal and. Yeah. Yeah. Crystal clinic is just uh crystal clinic, plastic surgeons.com. That's our website. And, um, again, we have locations all over the country, all over the region. Um, and we see people from all over the country, but right. they're all coming here. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. We, I, I love the stories. I love getting a little bit about. And again, as our listeners know and people that are tuning in, stories connect. So someone heard your story and they love that mission-based part of you and they're going to go see you because of that. There's other people that are going to research and be like, okay, he's topping his game. I want to go into that. But so that's why it's so important to share a little bit of part of you. And so we thank you from YNS Live with NFL Thread. Well, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure meeting both of you and, and we're going to have a great weekend. And um um, and I'm going to talk to you afterwards because that son is okay. right in my, <laughs> right in my. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Well, thank you so much. All right. Thanks again. Take care. All right, guys. So Dr. Cody, that was awesome. So this son is going to, it's literally in two minutes, it's going to go over there. And so I won't be all shadowed and stuff. See it? It's like going to go over. I thought that was, if you guys are just tuning in, we just had Dr. Cody, who's a plastic surgeon, Crystal Clinic Plastic Surgery. Exactly. And he's the big um, sponsor for this mimosa bar. But yeah. it was really funny because the sun was literally right in my face. And as I was talking to him, I was like, oh shit, he's looking at my that. wrinkles. I was thinking about that, but I also, I was looking at how beautiful you look. So I was like, oh, Thanks. He's thinking, okay, you're good. Well, Moving along. Well. I did put a little, um, like a little, you know, a, well, I put a little stuff on because usually I won't wear too much stuff, but I was like, you know, I have to, but I was dying laughing because I mean, that sun was coming right in my face. I was like, he is getting every wrinkle, every crease. I think I'm getting a pimple here. I was oh, like, oh, he, can see everything. <laughs> he, is, uh, he has to be gracious about that. I'm sure. Well, I'm hoping that he says, well, I was hoping he'd been like, no, you're perfect. <laughs> He's like, yes, often I look like, you want to do it. 
you know, what I love most, though, was his mission work. And oh, my gosh. The idea is I remember one time being in a plastic surgeon's office. Um, it was like an oral surgeon. Um, and this boy was in an automobile accident, and oh. they had to completely reconstruct his Right. I love that body. you asked that question. Yeah. And so he, and oh, that was so emotional. So you always think of plastic surgery as something cosmetic, but right. it isn't. Sometimes it's changing a life, giving a life right. back because of something like that. And they do that too. And those mission work, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And I, when he said that, you could, did you feel him? Yeah. Like he started perking that's up the and that's why I was like, here we go. That's the this is it. And he got a little smirk on his yeah. face. Like that was fun. Well, cause he knew, cause he was like, I mean, that's clearly. And when I first said you're, you, you must've been good in school. And I was like, wait, pause. Cause not every, not every doctor is good in school. Like, you know, some people struggle, but he had yeah. a passion to do it. And that's what we want you guys to listen to with all of these stories. Sometimes it might not be something that you're great at, but it's something that you love so much. And if you you love it so much and put that work in, you become great and you figure out all the ways. So I think Lily's got a question here. Let me, let me lean in. This is one thing. So this is Ken. He, you were give us a little bit about you. Okay. Well, I'm Ken Harding. I'm the producer and the stage manager for the pro football men Triment festival fashion show luncheon. That's a mouthful. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, this is, I think, my fifth or sixth year. It gets fuzzy with COVID, you know, the 2020 year, because we did do a lot of prep. We weren't sure, like all things, if right. it was going to happen. So it, I think it's either my fifth or sixth year, but since 2017. So whatever that math adds up that's, to me. That's amazing. So this is where YNS Live with NFL Thread. We're all hmm. about the stories, connecting wow. people behind the scenes, because not everyone knows that this is going on at the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. They see the game. They see yep. all the stuff that, you know, the, the traditional media outlets yeah, do. Yeah, right. So we want to know a little bit about you, though. How did you get into well, fashion design, you, you know, and all of what you're doing? Absolutely. You know, I've, I've been producing events for years. Um, I, I play in a local band called New Wave Nation, and we've been around for 25 years, and we always put on these big events. And so we had mutual friends that uh, the, the regime before I came in, uh, Laura Zaleski's uh, production team, she was here for about 10 years. And, she, you know, she just wanted to get on and do other things. So she reached out to me one year and said, hey, would you be interested in being a part of this? Because, you, you know, you do so well with these events. I'm like. Yeah, I was a, I was familiar with the fashion right. show, but I didn't know a lot about it. So the first year, her and I sort of worked in tandem together. I was blown away by a how nice everybody is at this right. event. I mean, the 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 people behind the scenes, from the Chamber of Commerce to the models to the people, the staff here at the Civic Center to the volunteers. I mean, right. it, it really does take a village, and I got to tell you. Everyone has been super nice. It's amazing. So that's, yeah, it's sort of how it's one of the things that attract me to because while it's, it can be stressful and high, you know, getting it all together, getting everything organized and from walking orders to lighting to change. I mean, there's a lot that goes in, but when you get here, everybody is so well prepared. Everybody is so professional and so well put together that the event seems to run so flawlessly. Right. It's super exciting. This is the largest fashion show in the state of Ohio. It's, wow. it's amazing when you look at it at so the grand cool. scale. Yeah. yeah. And this is, I think, the 58th or 59th year that they've done this um, here in Canton. Well, I mean, it's like one of the longest running fashion shows, too, if not the. And, and who, like, all of you guys that are listening to wherever you're listening, if you're on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitch, or Facebook, or you're here live on Fireside, or you're listening to the replay, I'm sure not many of you knew that. 
And that's what I yeah. love, like knowing, because I, we call me the lay person or the regular person. <laughs> the re- <laughs> I was a regular person because I'm not a part of the NFL. I do a podcast. I'm storytelling. Sure. And Cynthia and I connected through the podcast. And so it's really cool for us to get this, these stories out because yeah. there's so much behind the scenes oh that gosh. goes into it that people don't realize. And also, as you said, the, you know, I mean, 58 years, but when you were a kid, I mean, 50, yeah, I mean, when you were a kid, so I'm going to kind of pivot for a second. Were you the guy that you always knew you were going to get into fashion? Like it just was no, something. Not yeah. necessarily. Okay. No, uh, it, it actually came more from just growing up around different styles. And, okay. But it wasn't even like, oh, that's what I'm going to do. I wasn't the guy that said, oh, my, you know, I'm not at home dressing up things. You know, right. it wasn't like that. It was just like, I love that look or I love the way that outfit worked. Right. Either on a guy or a girl, whatever. I'm like, man, they, she, he looks so cool or she looks amazing. And so, yeah, you do sort of get drawn into just, especially things that are a little left of center, not the everyday sort of mundane right. stuff, but more of the stuff that's a little to the left or a little to the right. right. Well, also being in a band. Yeah. No, now you have to your your music. Absolutely. How does what you wear? Like, you know, well, if the, that's a funny thing is, is our particular group, we, it's an 80s show band. So oh, I love ev- that. <laughs> ever since we started in 98, we've always sort of took our cue from all the 80s fashions from vinyl to, you know, like jumpsuits and bodysuits. And yeah, I mean, the pa- shoulder pads, I mean, you know, right, every, I love it. all that stuff. So we've always sort of done that. And we've always sort of, um, our whole thing has always been audio and visual. So because MTV generation so was cool. the 1980s. Yeah. So we, you know, we run videos and stuff. So that's how I got into video production for, I do a lot of, of the different video elements you'll see today. Not all of them. Joel Soloway's team does the majority, but there's a lot up there that I've done as well. Um, and that all stems from the band. And so it's all intertwined, you know, that, that led to this, which led to my production company that's doing other events like wine, women and shoes for, um, the Mercy Service League and some uh-huh. other events like that. Wait, what is that? So Wine, Women and Shoes. Now that's a fun event. Um, that right. is for the Mercy Service League. It happens every year. And um, this past year we had it at the MAPS Museum. Um, normally it's it's in a different uh, arena, but again, with COVID and restrictions, they need open air. But it's basically, it's set up into two uh, formats. Uh, there is like the community uh, aspect where it's sort of like what they're doing outside here. The, the shops that they're doing out here. It's right. like that. It's like a marketplace you go all these hot dudes are serving the women wine while they're shopping essentially yeah. And then there's, yeah. And then, <laughs> then they, they, uh, they have a sit down meal after that where they do a bunch of auction and giveaways. They do like best in shoe and there's a fashion show element to it. Um, of course the, you know, auction and they raise like this past year, I think they raised $400,000 for See, women's cancer research. Oh, and what that I does, love that. it's not just like for, it's not like, yeah, research. It's more for like, what you don't think about with cancer, uh, when you diagnose with cancer, is the little things. How am I going to get to my to my doctor? Right. They arrange rides for you know, or wigs if you know they lose their hair. So they do like, I mean, they really do God's work for cancer survivors. So that led to that. So it's all sort of you know, one thing leads to another kind of thing. Well, it sounds like, and also I feel like in all bands, is this okay? Yeah, I think you get, you get in there. I think in all bands, there's. 
it's a business. Absolutely. And, you know, of course you have your creatives and you have your... your but at the end of the day... Then somebody in the band is, or are you that guy? I'm that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've always the been that guy. You, it is. Absolutely. And, and it all ties together. That's, that's awesome. It really does. Because there's... I'm very careful on the look of the band, how we're presented in the public image. I We don't just play anywhere. We only do specific things that we want to do that we're presented. We've actually performed here for the fast show uh, four or five years ago. Um, I actually, it was my first full year here. We actually did it. Um, and it was amazing, you know, right. and, and that kind of stuff where, you know, you sort of present an image and a look. It, it all sort of ties together. It really yeah. does. It does. Well, and that's the thing. And, <laughs> and I love because there's so many things that you just said that kind of perks my interest. You obviously had an eye for it. You can yep. see that you kind of, I mean, did you see you kind of perked up when yeah, you started talking yeah. about that? Ooh. Um, and so I think it's the fact that you're able to have both things. Yeah behind and kind of intertwine them, as yes. you said, is really cool. So what we love is just to bring the stories, right? We love yeah. people are listening right now and yeah. being like, okay, I want to know more about this band. So if you can sure. shout out where they, people can find you sure. so they can look so, it up. So New Ed Nation, like I said, we've been together. Uh, next year will be our 25th year. Oh, wow. And so we've been doing this a long time. We're actually based out of Canton, Ohio, but we travel regionally. So right. surrounding states, uh, Pennsylvania, New York, Kentucky, Michigan, you know, just sort of our region. Yeah. Um, and it's a show. It's it's a video. Um, there's a, We run video screens throughout the entire thing that sort of take you back. You know, there's elements of the videos from the original artists. Like, you know, if we do like um, you spin me right round or something, yeah. you know, there'll be parts of the video in the back. <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it oh, paints so a cool. picture of the entire thing. And then we make it modern, too. So it doesn't it doesn't sound dated the way we present it. We may, We put a modern twist on it so it sounds current. Because I, I got to tell you, there's so many kids coming up in this generation that are finding songs and music like that right. from TikTok and all these right. other things. Yeah. And it's brand new to them. Like, um, Which is really cool because my daughter. Oh, yep. my gosh. Like, Break My Stride. Uh, yes. That became huge on TikTok. It started charting again. So we started putting it back in the show, you know, and it's funny because it just it's it's all like a cycle, you know. So, I mean, you can see again, you can see where you got excited. So yeah. I would love to know if you think about your whole career. Yeah. And the twists and turns. If you can give everyone that's listening, that's like, I want to get into it, but how do I do it? How do I, um, you know, what's the first step? What could, little advice so someone doesn't feel? You like, know what it is? Is you? It's always great to network with people. Make yourself available. Yep. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there, and because that's the biggest thing. People always think, "Well, I can't do that because I, because X." You're you're making your own boundaries. Don't do right. that. You have to say, "Why can't it be me?" Or "Why can't right. I do that?" And then you just you sort of you say, "Well, you know, you know somebody that does something you're interested in, and say, well, hey, how can I help? Can I just show up? Can I right. assist you?'" And that's sort of how I got here. The first year that I was ever involved in this, I was just interning because my nephew was in the show. He was five and I wanted to see him walk up there, right. you know, and they're like, well, um, we can't just give you a ticket. Um, but if you want to intern with us, I'm like, absolutely. Right. I love that idea. So I, interned, and I just fell in love with the whole process. And so that's how it sort of, again, one thing leads to another. So yeah, it's about making yourself available and saying, why can't it be me and, and making it happen? And I love that. And that's so true. Why yeah. can't it be me? 
like it doesn't and and so many people hold themselves they back do. with that limiting belief. Absolutely. So they look at themselves in the mirror and like, oh no, I'm not I'm not a model type or I'm not an outgoing person or they have their own anxieties inside and you have to really push through that. We everyone, all have that. We did everyone, everyone does, right. Oh my gosh. That's a good point. Um so oh, I know you'll yell at yeah, me. Yeah, just so. get in there. <laughs> I see that I'm involved with off the field um, players wives association. We have a fashion oh, yeah. show every year. Awesome. And what I notice is the women that you would not expect it yeah. to be are so confident. Yes. And they kill the they runway. They do. Yeah. The shyest of all of our boys will Absolutely. get up there and yes. just own the crowd. Absolutely. And it's really psychological. It is. It's incredible. Absolutely. Do it really is. work with the models like to be like, hey. We do. It's con- Absolutely. Like we're, we have a meeting scheduled at noon today where we're going to go over that one more time before the show. You know, things like cues and, you know, make sure you're looking and doing the, but also like, don't forget, this is fun. Like, right. do not take yourself so seriously that you miss the joy of it. Go out there, have a good time. Um, but also, you know, own it, own your outfit, own what you're doing up there. Yet you're, today's your day. You are special. You can make this happen. And that kind of confidence. I love that. I mean, it just, it oozes off the stage then. You right. And, I mean? and you can see that you, we yeah. should, but you can also see that you love what you do. Absolutely. And so love it's, it. it's, it's wonderful. Thank you for oh joining gosh. YNS live uh, no, with thank NFL Thread. So much for, yeah, I, I can't wait I, to watch. Oh, it's going to be a great show. I have one last question for you. Is there a theme today? Is there a particular theme? Or the theme, there's not really a, a theme per se. I mean, there's color schemes and, and whatnot like fuchsia and black and stuff like that but there's not really a theme we've tried themes in the past and by the time you put this all together it gets lost on people right right i mean so really this year in the show what we did want to do though is focus only on the fashions so we've streamlined it from like because our show last year the only the only complaint i heard from people was well some of the you know i could have we want all the fashions to look good. Everything. So we were a lot more instrumental on picking new stores this year and getting the stores that are our bread and butter that come back every year that we love. We're like, you know, let's try this. How about this this year? Oh, that looks great. So you're just trying to be a little more hands on and asking him to sort of, and then each scene is sort of a theme. Like the first one is the first scene is called fierce and fab. So those are your over the top fashions. And then the second is like new attitudes. So like new clothing. So if a store has um, an outfit, or a look that they're trying to push. Right. And then there's Beyond Basic, which are sort of your sort of basic stuff, but maybe flared up. And then, um, you know, so there's, you know, new uh, Velvet Rope is our, like, going out nightlife kind of thing. Right. So right. each scene sort of has their own flair to it. So, awesome. yeah, it's going to be awesome. So fun. Well, thank show. you so much. Oh my gosh. It's a pleasure meeting thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck, yes, sure yes. Good luck. Smooth, it's going to be great. Cool oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah very smooth. Yeah, you're <laughs> chill. Like thank you guys so much. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. So guys, see, this is what we're doing. We're bringing you behind the scenes to little things that you maybe never would think about. And um, that's what's so fun about what Cynthia and I are doing with YNS Live and NFL Thread. Look, that sun. But now I feel like I need light over here. Oh, that was. So you, we might need a little light over here because now we're dark, which is good. Um, so stay tuned because we're going to keep coming. We're going to keep bringing you back. We're going to keep... Uh, bringing you behind the scenes with some people that are doing different things that you might not know, different stories. It might actually perk one of your interests. You might say, wait, I want to get involved in that. How do I get involved? And what Ken said, which was so important, was about the networking. Networking is so important. Do we not talk about that on YNS Live? All the shows, Thread, Pivot, you know, all of my other shows, networking, talking to people, asking questions, being curious is really what 
brings people together, brings people. Thank you so much, Ken. And it's just, it's such a great, um, you know, it, it really is. It, it's just awesome to be here and talking with people and bringing those stories to you guys. So we're going to, the ladies are going to be entering soon. You're going to hear all of a sudden, cause it's kind of quiet. It's going to all of a sudden get booming and you guys are going to hear, um, some, some loud stuff, but we will be back in about five minutes and, uh, bringing you back some more awesome stories. So welcome back to YNS Live with NFL Thread. Cynthia's over here, but we have one of the models from the fashion show, Molly Geiselman. Correct. Did, yes. Oh, I never you say it right. It. So, oh my God, I say it right. It's a tricky one. It is a tricky one. So give us a little background of who you are and how you got involved. All right. So in 2005, I was on the Hall of Fame court when the court and girls were still a thing. Right. Which I hold dear to my heart. It was the best summer of my life. Wonderful. Um, I was modeling in my young 20s and someone approached me and asked, would you like to be in the fashion show? I said, of course, if, you know, why not? Who doesn't want to do that? Um, so that was in 2007 and here we are 2022 and I'm still here. And you're still so, doing it. Oh my yeah. God. How fun is Haven't that? Haven't the beat. I had two little girls and oh, timing worked out oh, great. Amazing. So, yeah. And how fun for them to see how old are the girls? I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. Okay. So they're, they're still young to understand, yeah. but they'll see that you got involved in something. Yeah. And I, I mean, I think it's so cool that again, it's the community. It like, is. It, it really is. And Talk we, a little bit about it's that. It's like a village here. I mean, it really is. If you I mean, being a part of this community and this village is amazing. And I've, I run a safety village program for Jackson Township. So my community is super dear to my heart. Right. And seeing all of us come together, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's changed times. It's so comforting to see this room full of amazing women again and here to celebrate an amazing weekend. For an amazing. And again, the energy. I mean, this is what I always talk about, the energy and the connection that everyone yes. has. So you've been doing this for years and years. So you yes. probably see some of the same people. Yes. They're excited it's to a see tradition. You. A lot of women I've talked to over the years, you know, their table is being passed down for generations to come. Like, that's the one thing in their will. Like, you can have all that you want, but don't get rid of our Hall of Fame table at the fashion show. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So, I mean, that is so cool. It is. It really and, is. And I know some of the women have been talking about, you know, their husbands and how it's, you know, the guys come with their sons and yes. the women come with their wives and then they come as a family exactly. and not to, like, segregate it. No. But it's really, it's a special tradition and you can feel that and that's why I think this is like I'm so excited to be here yes. and get these stories yes. out and, and talk. Where can people find you? Um, so I'm a stay at home mama now. Um, yeah. I used to be a newborn care specialist. I used to take care of newborns and I traveled the country wow. helping exclusive families get their babies sleeping through the night. So when oh, I had my I girls it was awesome because I knew exactly what to do. do but, right. Yeah so I'm still here in Canton. I've never left. Born and raised. I and, love that and yeah. you feel that community you here do. too. And I you stayed do. home with my kids and I, it was the best time of my it life. Is. And I then am. I started this as they got older. Right. I, I that's mean, what I always say. I have plenty of time. We all have, and this is what, again, my, I tell the listeners, and if you, I know you have to run in, in two minutes, yeah. but what the listeners need to hear, especially as women and mom, we all yes. have different times in our lives. I chose to stay home. My sister had kids at the same time. She chose to go back one day a week. She was able to do that. And then when she had four, then she stayed home a little bit more. But whatever you do, it's important to do what's best for you and your family. Yes. And, and not, I think women evolve. We're, we're not stagnant. You know, that we're not just moving with the waves. We're constantly changing and growing and becoming mamas and mothers and girlfriends and all the things. Each chapter of our life is different and beautiful. And, and we learn. Yes. I mean, I, that's where in my, when I was raising my kids and they're still, they're in their teens, so they're not there. But 
when they were little, I used to tell them stories. Yeah. And I used to literally make these stories up in my mind and they would love, uh, people would come over, oh, you need to write a children's book. I'm like, oh no, I'm just doing this for, you know, it's fun. But that's where I perfected storytelling. Yes. And I look back at that and I'm like, oh my gosh, if I didn't stay home with the kids, I wouldn't have perfected that. In the way I did. Yes. So it's absolutely. such a beautiful. So enjoy it. it. And I mean, there's hard days. There's there good days. There are very hard days. <laughs> there are very hard days, but I know it is worth it all. And one day I will look back at these years and be like, where did they go? Right, 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 right. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much yes, for joining. I can't wait to cheer you on. on. Yes. yes. Stay yes. tuned. I'm the grand finale. So oh my God. Amazing. I can't wait to hear the reaction we get for this one. Yeah. Can you just put your email? Because we'll, we'll, you know, when we are Absolutely. tagging things on social media, we'll just, you know, there, if you can just put your email sure. and contact information. Yes. All right. All so right. nice to meet you. And good luck. You're going to Thank you so much. All right, guys. This is what, what's so it's awesome. I mean, these are the stories that we're taking you behind the scenes that you would never hear. So we're going to come back in a couple minutes with another guest. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 